Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Stephen Bird, Morgan Stanley's Global Head of Sustainability Research. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, today I'll discuss the global risks and impact from a potential El Nino event later this year. It's Thursday, September 7th at 10 a.m. in New York. Over the last few months, as you've been doing your backyard grilling or taking a well-deserved summertime vacation, you may have heard a passing news reference to a climate pattern called El Nino. And although I'm an equity analyst and not a meteorologist, I'm going to talk about El Nino today because it could have some significant impacts for investors. To explain, El Nino refers to a warming of the ocean surface, or above-average sea surface temperatures, and the central and eastern tropical Pacific. It's the counterpart to La Nina, which refers to the cooling effect of the same ocean surfaces. Essentially, El Nino and La Nina represent opposite extremes in the El Nino Southern Oscillation, or ENSO. ENSO follows cyclical patterns that repeat at a 2-7 to year cadence and tend to peak in the November to February window. Current conditions imply about a 70% probability that we could be facing a moderate to strong El Nino event later this year, with a range of potentially significant impacts across regions and industries. First, although El Nino starts in the Pacific Equator area, it has a significant impact on global weather. El Nino tends to peak around year-end, impacting global rains and temperatures. El Nino-driven seasonal patterns in the U.S., Argentina, and the Andes tend to be wet, while those in Southeast Asia, Australia, Brazil, Colombia, and Africa tend to be dry. This dynamic creates conditions that move wildfires and hurricanes from the Atlantic into the Pacific area. El Nino events also impact the global economy and the Environmental, Social, and Governance, or ESG, factors for businesses worldwide. More specifically, a moderate to strong El Nino, in combination with the Russia-Ukraine war, could impact food inflation, raising questions about the emerging markets' central banks' easing cycles. It could also impact trade and GDP in agro-related economies such as Argentina, India, Australia, Brazil, and Colombia, among others. It may also impact several commodities, including sugar, grains, animal meal, proteins, electricity, lithium, copper, iron ore, aluminum, and coal. El Nino's effects can be positive or negative for different sectors and regions. For example, El Nino tends to be a negative in emerging markets. In Latin America, given the size of the agricultural sector and the spillover effect of agriculture into other industries, growth could be affected significantly. The recession we expect in Argentina this year is partially driven by La Nina, which generated an unprecedented drought. We expect El Nino to help grain yields in Argentina and to provide significant positive base effects to GDP in 2024. Finally, when it comes to ESG, El Nino can exacerbate climate change impacts and increase concentrations of greenhouse gases. Since this is a global issue and impacts all sectors to various degrees, we believe investors should pay close attention. Furthermore, the humanitarian impact of El Nino lasts long after the phenomenon itself, be it through impacts on food security and malnutrition, disease outbreaks, disrupted basic services and sanitation, or significant impacts on livelihoods around the world. Typically, extreme weather events hit the poorest communities the hardest. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts in the Market, please take a moment to rate and review us on the Apple Podcasts app. It helps more people to find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.